Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show is outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great simulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Dr. Denise Nadler, a.k.a. Ariana. We want this to be the best year ever for our friends, our family, and our loyal listeners worldwide. And that means Welcome you. to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower, with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever.
Folks, I want to share with you that our special guest today, our health guru, Beverly Nadler, is an extraordinary uh, professional speaker, motivational speaker, inspirational speaker. And in New York, when I lived in New York, I always went to Beverly's seminars, uh, as she did with mine. We went to each other's seminars to support each other, be there with for each other. And I must say, honestly, that of all her seminars, and I loved every one of them, which is why I went, but my favorite was always Universal Laws. She was an expert going back, way back, when an extraordinary expert on universal law and today beverly is going to tell you how to be in harmony with universal laws quoting einstein anyone who is seriously involved in the pursuit of science becomes convinced that a spirit is manifest in the laws of the universe universal laws often called natural or spiritual laws govern every aspect of our lives. Unfortunately, there is a great deal of conflicting information on this vital subject. So we invite you to join us today. Listen carefully. Take notes as Beverly simplifies and clarifies the universal laws so you can apply them to your life and experience more health, harm, happiness, and harmony, which is why I always have Beverly Nadler in my life, and today I am sharing her with all of you. <laughs> uh, good morning, Joyce. That was delightful opening, and yes, I know that that is your favorite subject, and it's such an important subject because, as you said, uh, these laws govern our life, so we really should understand them so we have a better way of knowing why things happen the way they happen on this wonderful planet Earth that we live in. You know, many teachers uh, speak about and they teach about the universal laws. Sometimes they call them the natural laws or the spiritual laws, but there's a lot of confusion because uh, many different uh, t teachers talk about different laws, and it's not that they're inaccurate, it's just that uh, they're talking about very specific areas in which they feel function in a particular way, but what I'm going to talk about, and I want to clarify this from the very beginning, is the laws of physics and energy, because these really are the universal laws, and they explain how the physical world that we live in operates, and again, as we said, Joyce told you they are active in every aspect of our lives. And actually, there, there's just only a few. So I'm going to go through them, and we're going to begin with that, and then we're going to talk about how you can be in harmony with these laws. Because if you're in harmony with them, you find that life is very, very different, um, even though the... the, the Shall I say the distractions, the disturbances, the traumas, the things that go on that we call negative are going to happen in the outer world. That's that's part of the way things are. But we can live a life of abundance and joy if we understand how to do that and how to create more of what we want in our lives, understanding that these laws do exist. So we're going to begin with the Lord. The beginning is the fact that energy is, that is the basic law. 
There's nothing but energy. Everything that we see, hear, touch, smell, taste, sense in any way, and everything that we cannot see or sense, and every thought, every feeling, every emotion that we have, these are all manifestations of energies. You know, years ago I attended a a symposium, and the speakers were scientists, including scientists who were involved in what is basically the, the newer theories of quantum physics, which are different from the, the basic laws of energy and physics I'll be talking about today. They underlie them. They exist, but we do not recognize how we come in contact with them. First, we need to understand these laws of physics. So these scientists were there, and also the other speakers were, they were the spiritual people. Uh, they were yogis, gurus, mystics, and not religious spiritual there is a different and the objective was to show us that everything that exists is energy or god that the creative power of the universe and the energy that is part of everything in this universe are one and the same and as einstein said which joyce referred to earlier anyone who is interested in the pursuit of science is convinced that a spirit, whether we want to call it a spirit, or God, or the creator, or the infinite, is manifest in the laws of the universe. Well, folks, as I said, this is a fascinating topic. I urge you, I encourage you, get out your pad, get out your pen. This is one topic you really do want to take notes, and then the test is to see how well you apply them to your life so you will be happier, healthier, and more in harmony with life. Thank you for that, yes. Um, And, you know, uh, one thing about these wonderful shows, um, Joyce Barry and Friends, is that you can always access them later. You can go on this site, and you can pull up any show you want and listen to it. So for whatever information uh, that you're not able to take down today, and if you want a review, which I highly recommend, uh, you can always go back to this show, which is the show on Harmony with Universal Laws. Okay. So first of all, everything is energy. So I'm going to continue with the very specific laws. And the first one, that I'm, and I'm not saying one is more important than the other, but this law overrides it in the sense that it is understanding this particular law, the law of vibration, that will help you to be able to observe and notice what's going on, even noticing the things that are going on both outside of the, in the world and inside in your mind. Energy vibrates. Energy has two particular um, attributes. One is called frequency and the other is called amplitude. Frequency is the rate or speed of the vibration. Now, again, everything is energy. Everything vibrates. So even a a rock is vibrating. Um, A grain of sand is vibrating. And uh, the the tallest buildings in in the world are vibrating. We are vibrating. And we are, I would say, probably the main creation 
of the Creator, and we are energy that is always vibrating. And our energy field, our vibrations are going out into the universe. Now, I know you've heard of something called the law of attraction, and it's really based on the laws, but primarily based on this law of vibration. It is not a law of physics, but the name is very apt because the energy that we project goes out into the universe and it will find those things that are in harmony with it. So if we're projecting positive energy, that's what's coming from our energy field. And our energy field is made up of everything about us, our thoughts, our feelings, our, our genetics, um, our actions, our perceptions, our attitudes, everything that's going on with us, what's, what's vibrating in our brain cells, all of this goes out into the universe, and it seeks literally that which is in harmony with it. And, then, and these, of course, are not necessarily what we can recognize, because if we're in an angry, upset mood, what we can attract is an illness or an accident. If we are in a joyous mood, what we can attract much better are people that we enjoy being with, or we can attract a winning something that we contest we entered. We attract things according to our vibration. So keep in mind those two measurements, frequency and amplitude. And let me give you a further explanation. Um, an example would be a radio. We could say a television set, but a radio is actually even easier to understand. Dozens of stations are broadcasting in your immediate area. I mean, there are probably thousands upon thousands of uh, stations broadcasting, but in your immediate area, there are probably dozens, if not more. And as you tune your radio to a specific station, you will pick up the particular broadcast that is in harmony with the same frequency. So you don't have to have a whole bunch of different um, sounds coming through. But sometimes you may notice that you can't quite get that station that you want, that it seems to be garbled, that it's mixed up, and that actually happens in our life, that we're sending out vibrations, but they're positive at one point and they're negative and they're in between and there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And so we bring back into our lives things that we've attracted, but not necessarily what we wanted. To continue with this also, these, the radio picks up the frequency, but there is another measurement, and that is the amplitude. How loud is the broadcast? How low can we turn that broadcast? This is something that we can also do. For instance, the world is vibrating out there. Everything's going on, things that we like, things we don't like. There are wars in certain areas. There are a lot of unpleasant occurrences financially, politically, health-wise. All of this stuff is going on. And then there is this whole world inside of our heads, inside of our mind, inside of our brains that is also vibrating. And we can pay attention to the positive things that are going on, 
we can raise the amplitude, we can make it stronger, or we can pay more attention to the things that disturb and frustrate and anger us and bring up that amplitude and how we choose what we choose to emphasize in our own lives has an enormous effect upon the life that we live. Beverly, as I said, I really want to acknowledge you, your knowledge on the subject. You've known about it for decades and decades as a master of it. So, folks, again, I encourage you to take notes. And uh, I, I just want to add to these amazing laws of energy, attraction, vibration, something we really do hope you vibrate with, and that is listening to the show. And here's why. In the words of our health guru, Beverly Nadler, you should be listening to this show each and every day. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, I have to say that I am in such vibrational harmony with that poem. I am so attracted to that poem. Beverly uh, pretty much gives us a poem on every show, somewhat related to the topic that she's uh, talking about. But this show, this, this poem just blows me away. It is so extraordinary. We play it every single day. We share it with you every single day. I have to really acknowledge you for your brilliance, your poetic talent, and most importantly, for staying my friend no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joyce. You know, that poem was totally an inspiration. It wasn't like I said, I must write a poem about Joyce's show. I love this show, and I love what it does for people, how it can uplift them, how it can educate and inspire and motivate them. If they take to heart what we're saying, not just you and I, but all of your guests who offered so much. And I remember clearly and distinctly that I was, <laughs> Joyce, I was brushing my teeth, and all of a sudden these words started to come down, and I said, wait, 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 and I stopped, 
and I went to write down, and they just flooded through because this is the reality of the show, and it is that meaningful. And the more people listen to it and take in the messages, the more they will live their lives more in harmony with the things that they want. Well, again, thank you for that. I know when it's my birthday, you have a poem for that. You have a poem for just about everything. And uh, uh, one of my dreams, my dream is to see your book on uh, poems that you've written, uh, to have a book published so I could get about 10 copies and give them that as gifts to the people I care about the most and at least have two books for me, one in it next to my nightstand in the bedroom and one next to my computer so I can just point to any page and pick the poem that I need to hear at that moment. So God bless you, your family, and your poems, Beverly Nadler. Well, thank you so much for that um, unexpected (laughs) and beautiful endorsement. I really appreciate it. But we now need to move on with the laws. I just want to remind people one more time, the laws all interact with each other, but at the heart of them is the fact that everything is in vibration, and the vibrations are that we send out, which is based on and created by our specific energy field, is what brings back to us our life. Uh, I want to mention that years ago, I, I had an extraordinary mentor, um, and I'm talking about maybe... 40 years ago, maybe even more. He's passed on now. But it's when I, when I first was um, really very much on my spiritual journey, I met him. And um, for whatever reason, he said, I, I need to um, give, share things with you. And he was a mathematician. He had studied Kabbalah, Buddhism, all of the mystical things. But he was also a scientist who had some... I don't know, very um, high-level position in, in the Army. And he was a wonderful, wonderful musician. But the thing that I remember the most about this man, the profound things that he said, this statement, which I want to share with you now, is thoughts are thinking. And what that means is that your thoughts, our thoughts, are so powerful the ones that we indulge in, not every passing thought that goes through our mind, but the ones that we emphasize, the ones we focus on, the ones we raise the amplitude of, become something in your life. They are attractive forces. And so there's this this statement from him, thoughts are thinking. is something that I think about when I get a negative thought, which we do. I mean, they, they pop into our mind, but things are going on in our personal life or outside globally, and we get these negative thoughts. And it's not something to say, oh, no, no, I mustn't do that. It's that we need to let them go, maybe breathe them out and put something positive in its place because what we want to do is not only attract more positivity but put more positive energy into this sea of energy that we live in. Beverly, I'm not quite sure what you said. Thoughts are stinging 
vibrating, said something, thoughts or what? He used the word thinging, spelled T-H-I-N-G-I-N-G, meaning they are becoming something. They are becoming things in our life. Thoughts are becoming, is that what you Well, no, he said his words exactly was thoughts are thinging, and I spelt it, I'll spell it again, T-H-I-N-G-I-N-G, thing-ing. In other words, it means your thoughts are becoming things in your life. Oh, now I got it because there's no word thinging. That's why I thought I heard it wrong. Thoughts are thinging, uh, connecting it to the things, which is pretty much everything that a thought is connected to. You're right. The thinging could be the people you attract, the circumstances you attract, the health that you attract, um, events, all of these things. They are becoming part of your life. And so the main thing, I mean, we, we didn't even get to how do we get be in harmony, but right now I'll say that, is the way that you think and the way that you feel, your emotional state and your mental state are the biggest things, regardless of how you were born, regardless of your genetics, regardless of the environment. And I want to compliment you right now because I know that you spend a great deal of your life when you're not preparing for your wonderful shows every day in creating things in your life that literally make you happy so that you will Think on those things that bring you joy, because the more joy, and I don't mean the kind of, you know, Pollyanna thing, oh, I'm going to ignore everything that's that's happening, and I'm just going to have my happy thoughts, but the recognition that as we personally choose to vibrate in harmony with the higher vibrations, and I'm not saying that that was your thoughts when you decided to do this, but happiness, joy, peace, all of these things are in harmony with attracting more of what we want into our lives. And so I Very commend true. you and to quote for making Voltaire, that a life. And to quote Voltaire, I choose to be happy because it is good for my health. Yes, yes, that is uh, one of one of our favorite quotes. <laughs> right. Okay. So moving on, and again, as I say, um, all of these laws work in conjunct with each other. There's the law of relativity. And everything that, you know, we say this is terrible or this is wonderful, but the the tendency of the human mind is to dwell on the negatives. We have to choose, as Joyce does, to create the things that make us happy because, and this is a tendency because when we first evolved uh, as human beings, I'm talking about um, our ancestors from the Stone Age, everything that we needed to pay attention to, there was very few things. We didn't know any laws. We didn't know anything. All we knew is that we needed to pay attention to what might harm us. And so we were constantly in this state of what we now call, you know, um, fight or flee, constantly in that state, looking for the negatives. And as our brain evolved, we tend to do that. 
so that we could have a hundred good things happen in a day and two things that were not so good and the mind will dwell on the two things that were not so good, forgetting the hundred things or even the ten things that we could be grateful for. Beverly, excuse me, but I have to share a true story relative to what you said to drive the point home. Uh, When I was in New York, I gave courses. I was known for them, the Yuma Play Shop. They were weekend courses, and everyone ended in a... extraordinary costume party and I would have people just regular people performing uh, at the show at the end where they can invite whoever they wanted because after a course with me I could have people get up and do just about anything the most shy the most inhibited at any rate there was this dancer he was amazing so he was in the show and he did this amazing dance the room was like moving their bodies up and down and clapping for him. And at the end of the dance, he literally walked over to someone who was just stoic. He was just standing there. He just was someone who hadn't reacted. Who knows? He could have been tired. He could have been in his own dream world. And he walked over to him out of a whole room, really happy and vibrating with him. And he said to the fellow, I'm sorry if I'm boring you. So I just wanted to drive that point home that what kind of mind is immediately drawn to, like a magnet, the one person out of the whole room that just stood there and didn't react. I'm sorry if I'm boring you. (laughs) Needless to say, we had quite a conversation about it after the class concluded uh, and the party was over. And you can also think of the person who um, he said was, you know, I'm sorry if I'm boring you. Why didn't he join in the, quotes glee of everyone else. His own mind must have been drifting off into something that was not pleasant or not desirable. Otherwise, he would have been part of that wonderful celebration. So we have a lot of control over what goes on in our lives, goes on in our lives by the way we use our mind. So thank you for that example. It is definitely an important example. I'm going to move on um, with the law of relativity because it's basically uh, a law that has to do with measurement, uh, with comparison. And in science, that's done all the time in physics. I mean, everything is relating this to that and looking for which, which has the effect that the scientists are looking for. But in our personal life, how does it play out? Well, we measure things and we call things bad and we call things good, but we relate them to something else, and it's important to remember that. Um, Using the same thing, a person can have a sprained ankle and say, oh, gee, this is terrible, and then read an article about someone who just had a stroke or was diagnosed with cancer. And in relationship sprained ankle isn't much, but, but it works out in everything. We call something big, you know, and something small. Well, if we talk about a, a, a building, um, we could say a, a one family house is, is small, but then we read about these moguls that have one family homes that are on like 25 acres and the house is like 20,000 feet, you know, and we say, wow, that's big. Yes, it is. And then we can think in terms of 
um, apartment buildings. Well, it's 10 feet tall. It's high, but it's very small when you compare it to the Empire State Building. And what I'm, why I'm referencing these laws is because, again, we're using our mind to vibrate the kinds of thinking and the kinds of feelings that we want to project. So as we look at things, notice, well, what else can I relate that to in which if it's a negative, because the negatives are more outstanding to us. Again, we inherited that from our ancestors, always looking for what's negative. You can relate it to something and say, well, let me see, compared to what? How do I rate this? And you can change the way you feel about something. But again, this is something you need to do. It's up to you to determine. The laws are operating whether you like them or not. It's up to you to use the, that special power that we have, which is the power of our mind, to make the changes in your own mind. Uh, my favorite law of all of them is the law of attraction because I really do believe in that one to a hundred percent. It's amazing how many times I'm thinking about someone and, and that's when the person calls. Uh, I'm thinking about a particular show and that's when it's going to come on. Like I'm just vibrating that way. Am I correct that the book that really drives it home is the secret? Is that correct? That book I haven't picked it up in a while, but I believe it's the secret. Well, the secret was about that, but when that book came out, it frustrated me for all the things that left out. The law of attraction again is the name that we give to this what this occurrence, but it's based on these universal laws, which were not explained in the book, and it's based specifically on the law of vibration, because what we attract or don't attract is related very specifically to what's going on in our own energy field. So it was a good book, became very, very popular, but far more important is understanding how these laws actually interact. And at the time that that book was out, I had a number of my own students contact me and literally complain um, as to why these other things weren't included, why these laws were. And I said, this is the book that this person wrote. And everybody has a right to a right to write and to emphasize what they want. Um, also, what happened, there was a big feedback from people who attempted to use the principles and were not successful and didn't understand why they weren't successful because there were other aspects to this. When I talk about the mind, um, in this particular show that we're doing, we're talking about the laws, but when we talk about the mind, I give a tremendous amount of um, information and time to understanding the programming in our subconscious mind, things we are not aware of that are going on in spite of our conscious thought, so that many people say, well, I was thinking about money, and, and I was thinking about having a lot of money, and I was sending those thoughts out, but it's not happening. No, it's not happening because underlying that is a program regarding money which is not the same as what we would like, and that is a whole different subject which we have talked about. People can access programs on reprogramming the subconscious mind on your website on this website and we also will be doing more shows on that in the future because there is more information that constantly comes to us 
uh, when I say comes to us, that is given to us by neuroscientists about how the mind works and about all of the things that are going on below the level of our conscious awareness. And speaking of websites, uh, that was uh, Joyce Barry and Friends dot com, our homepage. Upper right, you can access Beverly Nadler's other shows just by typing in Beverly Nadler or a topic that will all come up. Also, at the same time, you want might want to check out Beverly's personal website, Beverly Nadler, N A D L E R dot com, Beverly Nadler dot com. Beverly, give them a reason to take that time to go to your website. I first want to thank you for bringing that up because um, my website contains a lot of the information that we talk about on these shows and some of the things we, we don't talk about, but it's all about health, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. On my website is the book, The, uh, the Vibrational Harmony, <laughs> and that book will give you much more information on the laws because I go into detail on these universal laws and explain how they operate in various different areas of our lives. It also, in this book, tells you the ways that the mind works so that you can apply what you learn about the laws into the way you use your mind and how to release some of the negative programming that interferes with you being able to attract the things that you actually want in your life. So thank you for mentioning that. Uh, You'll find mostly the things that I teach, and there is a link to the book. And if you order the book, which I certainly hope that you do, because it will really clarify these laws, you must read the preface because the preface was written by none other than Joyce (laughs) Harry. Yeah, the forward, and um, I love the book. I endorse the book, so yes, that's the first page. So before you read on, you definitely want to hear what I have to say. And, folks, again, this is such an important topic because it's like riding the horse in the direction it's going. So when you know about universal laws, you can ride the laws in the direction that it's going. Uh, So when are you going to take heed of that? When are you going to really get into action about that? Please don't tell me you'll get to all of that. Beverly's website, our homepage, someday, because if you believe there is a someday, I wrote this for you. Someday, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. I went to my calendar and took a look. I discovered that someday was not in the book. I looked carefully, for someday I did seek, but only Monday through Sunday appeared on each week. I got really confused. This was not funny. I always said someday I'd make very good money. I always said someday I'd get everything done. I always said someday I'd be number one. I always said someday this and someday that. Someday is starting to sound like very old hat. 
I became very sure that something was wrong. No, someday on my calendar all along, I thought everything I wanted would come to be. It would happen someday. I kept telling me it was someday. I kept telling you that all our dreams were sure to come true. How shocking to discover that all along, Someday was not in the calendar. How could I be so wrong? How could I not know that why I was stuck was that someday would never, ever show up? There wasn't a calendar anywhere, none to be found, that had someday in it. It would never come around. I always knew that if something is going to be, I am totally responsible. It's all up to me. I thought of my goals and made a new list. How exciting to realize that someday did not exist. Now I really know without any doubt that Monday through Sunday is in and someday is out. So I ask you women, I ask you men, I ask myself, if not right now, when? And that is the question, folks, if not now, when? So get into the law of energy, the law of vibration, the law of attraction. Understand them and see how you can, as I say, the way I put it, ride the horse in the direction it's going. Follow the law in the way it's meant to be. Understand it, appreciate it, and respect it. Back to you, Beverly. I want to say something about that poem because there's a church that I pass um, when I'm in Manhattan and I'm going to certain appointments, and um, they always have a saying, a really profound saying. And I don't think you ever saw this somewhere, but the actual saying is, someday is not a day of the week. Yes, I wrote that poem all by myself when I figured out it didn't exist in any of my calendars. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the fact every time I pass it, who comes into my mind? But I Barry. get it. <laughs> okay, let's move on with the laws. The law of gender, and what does that mean? It means that the energy is both positive and negative, that there is what we call male outgoing aggressive energy. There is the female, um, the indwelling, the more passive energy. One is not better than the other. They need to be used as is appropriate. Some of you may be familiar with the yin-yang symbol. Uh, One side is white with a minus sign, and one side is black with a plus sign and what that means the white represents the male energy and in there is the minus sign which represents the female energy which does not mean it's less than it's just a representative sign the black is the female energy that contains the plus sign and the plus sign means that within that energy is also, within that peaceful energy, is also the aggressive energy. And we know this to be true uh, with people. We can say that, that a mother, a kind, 
heartwarming, gentle mother, but let her child be in danger, and we will see that masculine energy come out as she protects her child. I mean, this is everything contains both, and again, that's important to understand. You know, you can always say, why? Why did he do this? Why did they do that? And my answer has always been, that's their programming. But we begin to look at programming in relation to the laws, in relation to this energy. So the law of gender represents the fact that everything, I mean, everything, you know, we have electric sockets. We call it the female socket and the male socket. Is one better than the other? And it has nothing to do with sexuality, but I found that uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to recognize that. Now, the law that causes the most problems for people is the law of polarity because we are told that if we think positive and if we you know do things positively and we're good people etc etc uh, only good things happen to us and it would even sound as if I'm saying that because I'm saying that your energy field attracts you know things to you in harmony with your energy field whatever that energy is but the truth is again there is something more to this and that is both your subconscious programming and plus the fact that we live in a world of duality. The physical world is a world of duality. It is a world of opposites. So we can say we long for the day when there is nothing but peace and yet there are wars. And probably to the end of what we might call physical time, there will be because both exist. We long for health, and there is so many different people and scientists and, uh, that are looking to create things that will help us to be healthier, and yet disease continues. We talk about wealth and poverty, and we want to bring all the poor people into a state of wealth, and occasionally that happens. They win a lottery, but most of them will go back to being poor again. So these things exist. They always will exist. And because it is so frustrating, especially when we're continuously affirming the positive and we still note that negative things occur, it becomes somewhat, I'm going to say, easier or less, um, less distressing when we recognize, oh, that's the nature of the world. And we begin to bring ourselves into more peace, into more balance, be without trying to emphasize one or the other. And we will find we ourselves are going to go into a state that is more of what we want than less of what we want. But the law of polarity is a law. It will always exist as long as we're on planet Earth because these are the laws, the universal laws, the spiritual laws, the natural laws, uh, that the creator, which created this universe by whatever name you want to call it, you know, infinite intelligence, God, creator, uh, power, source, the one, whatever, um, created the universe and it operates it according to law. If any of these laws and other laws, for instance, law of gravity, was to go off and not exist anymore, we wouldn't exist. The universe wouldn't exist. So it's there. It's there for a reason. And we can use it as a point of contrast. That is a law of polarity. We can look at this and we can notice 
the things we don't want as they come into our lives and say, okay, I realize that in some way um, there's a part of me that is in harmony with that, and I intend to change that. We can use it as a point of contrast. The rhythm, law of rhythm, has a similarity. It's not certainly not the same as the law of cycles. The, the, the you know, day and night, summer, spring, winter, fall, uh, the cycles. There's cycles in real estate. There's cycles in the stock market. There's cycles in our own body. Go besides this, the 28 or 30 day cycle uh, that women have uh, when they're childbearing years. There's cycles of when we're more mentally alert, uh, when we're more. In, good physical shape, and is not necessarily the same for everyone. We are different beings. There's a lot that's the same, but everything is not the same. So we have our own cycles, and recognizing that this exists, there's one thing that uh, stuck with me as a very important thing to recognize about the law of rhythm, is that the tendency when things go awry, especially in business, and we're in a downturn, and we're thinking, oh, I've got, I've got to do something to make this business succeed. I've got to. And we frantically, with a lot of fear and a lot of, I'm going to call it negative, intense energy, try to make something happen, and it all falls apart and gets worse, and we can't understand why. The fact is, if you're in a negative cycle, one of the things you need to do is recognize that it isn't the time for a lot of frantic energy. It is the time for planning. It is the time, perhaps, for contemplation. It is the time to recognize that you will come out of this because cycles always end and that you can have your plan for the actions that you will take in a positive state of mind rather than in a state of fear when the cycle changes. And you can help that cycle change through your own positive expectation. Wow, this is a lot to digest. I'll say that, folks. It's a show you might even want to listen to again to get in all this extraordinary information. So, Beverly, um, I would love you just to briefly mention the laws again and just in a sentence or two, kind of like summing it up so people uh, get it, because uh, you can do that very, very well. So those of you who listed the laws but might be a little confused, just like say each one and just in a sentence or two by means of summing it up. Well, there's the law of cause and effect. And that is the culmination of all of these laws. Things happen in your life related to how much in harmony you are with universal law. That's how they happen in your life. We call it karma, but it's the law of cause and effect. Things that you have done, thought, believed, and a lot has to do with belief, actions you've taken, and they have an effect in your life. And we can when we choose to become more conscious, look back and say, okay, how does that law apply in my life? And I agree with you, Joyce, and I mentioned it also. Go back and restudy this. And I think we've done other sets uh, in the past. We've also done universal law. And because there's so much information, 
There will be different Beverly, information on that. I appreciate that. Since we only have a few minutes left, what I was hoping you'd do, what I'm asking you to do, is just name the law, like a cause and effect, the law of karma. In a few words, just to wrap it up that way, I think it'll really help people. And then relativity you'll get your message. The law of relativity is looking at things in comparison. Polarity is the recognition that we live in a world of opposites and opposites exist. Uh, law of rhythm is that we live in a world of cycles. And gender is that the positive and the negative, the masculine and the female, exist in everything. And overriding it all is the law of vibration. Vibrations are constant, continuous, and we are vibrating, and so is everything else in this universe. Great job. I knew you could do that brilliantly. So what message do you want to leave our folks with today? Thank you for doing that, by the way. Okay. The reason that I started with the law of cause and effect when you told me to wrap it up is because that was a law I had not mentioned, and it needed to be mentioned. <laughs> no, no, that was okay, um, but well, we have so little time. Pardon? Yeah, what is your message to the audience? My message is that this is one of the most important things that you can possibly learn, and I would suggest strongly you listen to the shows again or you go back and you read the book on it. These laws are affecting every aspect of your life, and you need to be aware of them and consciously choose how you project your energy. Very good. And I'm sure you have a wonderful poem for us. Uh, the poem is on the law of rhythm because it's not one that we spent any great deal of time on, and I feel that this poem really explains it. The tide goes out and the time comes in. A cycle ends, a new one will begin. And just as surely as night follows day, what we have now will not stay. One of the things that's certain about life is that it always contains both joy and strife. Where there's loss, there must be a gain, and what brings pleasure may also bring pain. Some people think this is not how it should be. They weep and wail and try to break free of a universal law that cannot be denied from the law of rhythm we cannot hide. All that is and all that will ever be must swing to and fro until eternity. But when a positive cycle comes, to it we try to cling and become angry and discouraged when again the pendulum swings. We're overrelated when life seems to go well for us, and when it doesn't, we make a virtual hell for us. We create our reality. It's all an illusion. The good and the bad are our own perceptions and delusion. The truth is, life's Life keeps shifting as it blissfully does its thing, and we're here to learn and evolve in the midst of the rhythmic swing. When we align ourselves to be at peace with whatever is, we see that no matter what happens, life never is so bad. We can't find something worthy of appreciation. It's useless to meet negative cycles with fear and devastation. This only adds energy to the things we don't want to see. But if we remain calm through all cycles, we can set ourselves free from the chaotic swings that take us from ecstasy to grief. Instead, we can stay balanced and rooted in the knowledge and belief that life is but a stage upon which we get to choose our part 
And when we master our emotions, we live the dreams inside our heart. Once again, Beverly, Grand Slam, knocked it out of the ballpark. Love you. Love your poems. Love your great shows. Folks, when are you going to apply them? That's what today is about, to know what the laws are and apply them. And my $64,000 question is, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Folks, thanks for tuning in today. We love our loyal listeners. We invite you to go to JoyceBarryAndFriends.com and become a, 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 valid, a valuable follower of the show simply by clicking on follow under my picture on the upper left of the home page. Follow me on Facebook, Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. Follow me on Twitter. We appreciate that, and we'll follow you anywhere. Today, uh, thank you, uh, appreciate you, as I said, and my special prayer for all of you is that may yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles. Once again, our thanks to our special guest, Beverly Nagler. And folks, we invite you to go out and make someone happy today. Make yourself happy today. We invite you 
to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us today and every day. We want to make you happy. Start now right here to the Joyce Barry Mash, and God bless you. to blog talk radio when my ears heard something that i did know from the speakers of my laptop i heard a voice it was the white oprah also known as joyce he did the mash the joyce barry mash joyce barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the joyce barry mash i felt so inspired by her show and her poetry was just so good you know i want to listen to joyce again and again as joyce would say if not now when he did the mash the joyce barry mash joyce barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. Wow. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash! Wow. <laughs> wow. Have a fantastic day wow. and listen to Joyce Barry and Friends. Wow. <laughs>